On this week's episode of Life and Lessons, I tell you the story of something outside of our control going massively wrong in the business and the lesson that it taught me. Hey, what is going on? Welcome to this episode number 66 of Life and Lessons. I'm Sean Spooner, and if you're new here, here's what you need to know. This podcast is the place where I'll be documenting the story of growing a business, of growing as a person, and of taking on some fairly unusual challenges. Sometimes on my own, sometimes joined by the most interesting people I know. The only thing that's guaranteed with this podcast is that every time you press play, you're going to learn something new. But all you're gonna learn this week is I've had an absolute shitter. I've had one of those weeks where nothing has gone right at a time when we needed everything to go right. And so actually my my plans for the weekend have changed quite dramatically in the past 24 hours because the plans that we had in place, the things that we were going to be doing this weekend simply can't happen. Uh, so to give you a bit of context, you may remember a few weeks ago, Uh, if you listen to this regularly, that we as Pata are essentially strapping on two new service offerings onto our business over the next couple of years. Uh, One in the next probably six months or so, and then one probably in the next 18 months to two years. And so this weekend was going to be the first internal trial, the stress test to, uh, I guess, test one of these two service offerings to look at what we could uh, produce to process things, to work out what works and what doesn't, and essentially spend a few days in the office when nobody else is around because it will be the the long bank holiday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, just putting in some serious hours, getting some good tests done, right? That's as much as I can say without giving away what it is that we're working on. And everything relied on a package arriving. There was a particular piece of equipment that we needed sold only by one supplier in America. Uh, And this particular piece of equipment we ordered on Monday and it was due to arrive on Wednesday. Uh, And so on Tuesday evening, we got a notification to say that the package had landed in the UK. It made its way all the way from Florida to East Midlands Airport in the space of like 12 hours remarkably quick it must have been picked up almost immediately after we ordered taken to a distribution center of some sort loaded onto a plane and flown from america to the uk and we thought that things were looking good at that point and so uh ahead we went with planning this weekend which involved speaking to five or six different suppliers sourcing dozens of pieces of equipment because for this test we're going to be hiring everything in uh, planning to outlay between say two and a half and three thousand pounds just on this one weekend test Uh, calling in uh, people from across the country who are going to be traveling and booking hotels uh, purchasing products that we needed doing an awful lot of planning uh, and just getting everything ready for this weekend and so that's how wednesday was spent but the package didn't move at all on Wednesday on the day when it was due to be delivered nothing happened and then it was very late on Wednesday evening around 9 p.m that we learned that the package that was due to arrive with us some 
I don't know, eight hours earlier, was still stuck in customs. Uh, now, despite talking to UPS over and over again, trying to get to the bottom of where this package was, we would be told different things every time we phoned from the package is on its way, it should be in the Cardiff distribution centre any minute now, to it's on a vehicle, to it's definitely somewhere in the system, just hasn't had a scan recently, to uh, we don't know where it is. Like We were being told all sorts, to the point where we simply uh, couldn't tell what was true and what was not, right? And so Thursday comes around today, of course, the very last day that we could uh, get this equipment that we needed from suppliers, hire stuff, travel halfway across the country to pick things up, uh, book hotels, have people travel to us for work, all of these different things that we had to do today. Today was the absolute cutoff point, uh, not least because, of course, the, the package was never going to arrive on Friday, Good Friday, because couriers don't deliver to commercial addresses on a Friday. So today was the absolute cutoff point. Woke up this morning, checked my phone, checked the UPS tracking, nothing. Still hadn't been updated since 8pm uh, the evening before. So phoned UPS, or we phoned UPS, I didn't actually do it. And um, we got told that the package is somewhere, can't really tell where. Uh, managed to get hold of a uh, an internal contact in UPS that Richard uh, was put in touch with. And this contact basically said, look... The package is somewhere in customs. It's still in customs. There's a big backlog because of uh, because of Brexit and because of the paperwork changes, because of the volume of goods flowing into the UK right now. The product, sorry, the package rather, is still in customs and UPS simply couldn't and cannot tell us when it will arrive. And so uh, days of planning on the part of a good few people uh, all of the suppliers who were lined up to come through for this, uh, all of the equipment that had been uh, basically put on hold for us, and the entire four-day weekend of work, and all of the test results, all of the outcomes that we would have got from this weekend, which is really, really crucial for us to be able to move forward with this entire arm of our business, all relied on this package arriving. And the package didn't arrive. As I speak to you right now, it's Thursday night. It's not going to arrive until at least Tuesday. And so that means that we've been put in the awkward position of having to phone suppliers and say it's off. Of having to uh, message people who are going to come down and say don't come down. Of having to uh, load up a bunch of equipment that we've purchased into a corner of the office because it was out. It was ready to be used this weekend and now it's simply not going to be used. And so, yeah, this, this week has been unusual in the sense that uh, most things within our business are within our circle of control. Because we spend so long uh, putting in place processes, because we've done this for so long now, almost because we know what to expect, we have a almost like a sixth sense for when something's about to go wrong so that we can proactively put it right. Generally speaking, we don't run into these kind of roadblocks. And so this week has been fairly unique in the sense that an external factor has disrupted so much. Like there was thousands of pounds worth of equipment ready to come in. There were people ready to travel. There were hotels ready to be booked. There was days and days of work ready to go. Every single thing down to the most minute detail was planned, was in place and was ready. 
and a delay at customs, something that we can't control, something that if we're to believe UPS, they can't control, stopped it all. And so it was weird in that sense because frankly, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing that we can do, right? It's frustrating, it's annoying, but weirdly, I feel better now that we have certainty. So the issue was on Wednesday and the majority of today that everything was hanging in the balance and, you know, the 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 stress that we were putting into this situation, the thing that we were fearing was the idea of the the, the test not being able to go ahead. But as soon as we knew for sure that actually it's not going ahead, weirdly, all of that stress kind of melted away because once you're dealing in certainties, things become a lot easier. And so, yeah, now that we know we can plan for a future weekend or a future few days, we've spoken to all of the suppliers, we've put everything right that we can, uh, the equipment that we've purchased, well, we're going to hold on to that because we're going to need it anyway. And so, yeah, things are okay, they're fine, like, it's, it's not the end of the world in any sense, but it was just a really fucking annoying situation, frankly, because even if, for example, UPS and the people that we spoke to at UPS could have been honest with us 48 hours earlier, when their system on their end was telling them it was stuck in customs, don't tell us it's on a lorry. When their system saying it's stuck in customs, don't say it's in a warehouse 15 minutes from us, you know? because that would have saved all of the conversations that we had with these suppliers. That would have saved uh, the awkwardness of having to cancel things literally hours before people were due to travel. Uh, and it would have allowed us to just plan a bit better. But you know what? What's happened has happened. And I think that there's something, um, there's something worthwhile to be found here, both in business and in life, which is that, and I always come back to this, literally every episode, it seems, we spoke about this with Peter Watson a few weeks ago, but the... The idea from stoicism that the only things that you can control are your thoughts and your actions. And so over the next four days when this test would have been being conducted, uh, I can spend this whole weekend now being pissed off, being annoyed, thinking, oh, I should be doing this right now. We could be doing this. Think of the outcomes. Think of everything we could be doing. I could get really annoyed this weekend or I could just accept that does this fall into one of the two categories? my own thoughts no my own actions no so i can't control it and so i should just not worry right and i think that too often in business yes sure but in life people get too hung up on the actions of others and on things that they can't control and it's only when you look inwards and find the very few things that you can control that you actually make any sort of progress because we can all spend our entire lives, like the stimulus is out there, we could literally, from the moment we wake up, log on to Twitter and find things that other people have said or things that other people have done and find massive annoyance, massive grievance with that. We could flip our own worlds upside down with absolute despair and shock, all of these things out there and people do it, right? You you can probably think of some people in your head right now who are on Twitter 24 hours a day up in arms, angry about things that simply they can't control. And I don't mean important cultural issues, important issues that are worth having a stand on. I mean the most ridiculous stuff. And if people were to just focus on what they can control, 
like I've been trying to teach myself to do over the past day and a half during this mad stressful situation, just reminding myself of those simple principles. Not only would they be happier, but I think actually everybody would be a bit happier, right? Imagine how little envy there would be if people just focused on their actions and their thoughts. Imagine how many people would avoid being counselled on Twitter because people were just focusing on their actions and on their thoughts. Like, there's, yeah, there's there's so much benefit in just focusing on what you can control and paying little attention to, to everything else. Uh, and not least because focusing on what you can control is how you find solutions, particularly in business, right? Let's take the example of iOS 14.5, which is about to massively disrupt Facebook and Instagram ads. It's about to cause issues in reporting and attribution and targeting and all of these things that are really central to the effective use of Facebook ads. And most businesses out there these days make use of Facebook ads, right? And there are two really distinctive camps of people when it comes to this iOS 14 issue. There are people who are uh, getting annoyed at something external, they're pissed off at Apple for making the change, or they're worried that Facebook isn't providing the right support, or they're they're doing anything that's projecting outwards uh, their uh, disagreement with the situation, their annoyance or whatever. And those people are moving absolutely nowhere. And then there's a second camp of people, I like to think that we're included in this, who have done all of the research, who have done all of the actions necessary to protect uh, and keep strong the results from all of our Facebook ad campaigns for our clients uh, because we focused on what we can control. And if we spent all of our time being annoyed at Facebook, annoyed at Apple, we would have done none of that. And so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think that <laughs> this, uh, this, this whole saga this week, as frustrating as it has been, has just reminded me that there's very, very little value in being annoyed about things you can't control because I've wasted probably combined a full day this week just refreshing the UPS page or phoning them and being pissed off like it was never going to be here any quicker. Uh, it was never going to arrive with us whether or not I was annoyed, right? The, the the people in customs who are doing their job and working through the paperwork, they don't care how I feel about this situation. And so where is the value in being really annoyed about it. There's not. And so yeah, that's my self-therapy from the uh, the disaster that has been this week. Hopefully, in a couple of weeks' time, everything will be back on track. That piece of equipment that we need will have been cleared from customs. It'll arrive at the office. We'll hire everything. We'll get everybody in and we'll get those tests done. And eventually, at some point in the future, I will be able to share with you, show you what it is that we're working on when we launch it as Pata. And then, yeah, not a lot else has been going on, to be honest. Tuesday, we went to uh, West Wales through the Brecon Beacon. So the rules changed recently in Wales from stay at home to, um, I think they call it stay local, but it's just guidance. Basically, you can go out, just don't be a fucking idiot, I guess is the, the undertone of it. And so that is exactly what we did. We went to the Brecon Beacons, drove through there, passed through some crazy landscapes landscapes that i probably didn't see for the first like 22 years of my life because in the middle of england you just don't see landscapes like that and then we went down to the coast uh, had a hot dog and then came back and that was a good nice little day out it was in the middle of the week uh, so we came to the office did uh, a few little bits of uh, work and then 
headed out. Sorry, reading an email whilst talking. That shows what kind of week this has been. <laughs> uh, what else? I think that's it. I think that's really all there is to update you on. This has been a really uneventful couple of weeks. Um, the episode with Cameron last week was really good. If you haven't already listened to that, do go back and listen to it. Very interesting and very insightful view into the nightlife industry and what it is like to be a DJ. The person stood in the middle of the room with all of the attention on you, but actually being the most lonely person in the room. Uh, that is absolutely one that you should go and listen to. Cameron is a really interesting guy. Definitely worth a listen. Uh, this time next week, I will have just finished recording uh, next week's guest episode, which is with Chris Williamson. Chris is the uh, host of the Modern Wisdom podcast, which has done millions of downloads and spoken to literally the most interesting people in the world. Like I know I say that at the beginning of my podcast, but the people that Chris has booked and spoken to are literally insane. Like he is definitely second to nobody but Joe Rogan when it comes to his ability to book interesting guests and crucially have really important conversations with them. So that's going to be really fucking interesting, that conversation. I'm looking forward to it. I'm nervous, but that will be next week's episode. And then just in the process of confirming the next guest for a few weeks time, uh, who is somebody who was originally on Police Interceptors the Channel 5 program. You probably know it. He worked for Yorkshire Police in the uh, like road crimes traffic team for almost 20 years. Uh, and then he had to leave that career behind because, as we'll speak about in a few weeks' time, um, the, the mental health implications of having to deal with the things that somebody as a police interceptor has to deal with, seeing the things that he has to see, and not really having any space to unload that right because... Who do we turn to when something is horrific? We turn to the police. Who do we turn to when something is scary or hard to deal with? We turn to the police. But who do they turn to? And how do they unload their struggles and the, the, the baggage that they carry around with them? It seems, at least, that the answer is nobody. At least, not in a meaningful way. And so that is, I guess, a preview into the conversation that we're going to be having with Ben, his name is, in a few weeks' time. And then, um, yeah, there's a few more guests booked in for May, uh, the founder of a marketing agency that recently sold for nine figures. Very interesting guy, very interesting story. And there's a couple of others in the pipeline. So, yeah, guests are looking good. The change that I made a few weeks ago to give up that Thursday newsletter in return for spending some time speaking to and booking guests is definitely paying off almost immediately. So I'm really happy with that. There should be a nice, solid flow of interesting conversations rather than just me talking. And so with that said, I'm going to stop talking. Thank you as always for listening. Hope you've had a good week. Uh, and I'll see you back here this time next week for episode number 67 of Life and Lessons with Chris Williamson. See you then.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.